0: Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Woo!
1: I'll take you for a ride. The coffee is All right. going to start now. Good evening, I mean, morning? Whatever time it is. Hey, you know what? I don't know what time you listen to Weisscast. Um,
0: Morning, I, evening, afternoon.
1: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm your host, Aaron Weiss, along with my co-host.
0: Hey guys, it's Bryant. Happy New Year! Happy New
1: Year! Um, it's been New Year for approximately 10 days, but we, we decided to take a couple week break and uh, just... Uh, take a break from recording and spend some time doing other things. (laughs) I don't know what Brian did. I traveled some last week. I just didn't feel like recording. I'm not going to lie. Um, we could have recorded, but I was just not feeling it yet that last week, but, um, we're back stoked for part two of season two. Um, and we got some great content coming at you this uh, this spring slash winter season. Oh, man. It's oh, be, man. I'm excited. So before we get into things, uh, I'm going to ask um, a joke from Siri. So tell me a joke. I hired a handyman who said he could do some odd jobs. He did every
0: other thing on my list. That was not even good. Like. Someone didn't make a resolution to up their joke game. Yes, yeah, Siri. Um, outrageous. It, it really is. <laughs> uh, so this week, folks. It's because she's Australian. I'm convinced Australian people aren't funny. Uh, <laughs> That's why.
1: You know, I can't think of a a single comedy actor from Australia.
0: I'm sure there is someone who is from Australia who could, like, make me laugh.
1: However. you mean, sometimes Chris Hemsworth's funny. That's true. Sometimes. When he's written to be funny. True. Sometimes he's funny. I I think he can pull off funny. Um, What was I going to say? So this week, um, in celebration of... The Skywalker Saga ending, which I hate calling it that, but that's what it is, Um, we are going to give our rankings of the 11 live-action theatrical release, Star Wars, and um, this is a little bit different than our top 10 movies and top 10 um, video games list. Um, because there are only so many Star Wars and our list. So we're not creating one list. We're not agreeing on it. We're just giving our individual rankings. We would have Uh,
0: never come to an agreement. We would have never come to an agreement. We would have, but there would have been much weeping. Yeah, there would have been. And bleeding, even though we don't live in the same city. (laughs) I would have fought really hard to get Revenge of the Sith as number one. Oh my God!
1: <laughs> There's so much wrong with that sentence. Um, so, Bryant, why don't you give it? Give us a start with your. Do we want to go least favorite to favorite?
0: Yeah, we want to go. We want to go bottom first. All right. So, give us left. a start with your least favorite. Okay. My least favorite Star Wars film. Um unfortunately i i've i've loaded up the bottom of my list with prequel films say hey, say <laughs> so um the the i mean directly at the bottom of of my list is attack of the clones i i don't i don't dislike any of the star wars films they all entertain me i all i i enjoy watching all of them but um there's just a lot of things with attack of the clones that i just really just genuinely did not like there are things that i did like but Mm -hmm. there's just a lot of things that i that really didn't have i i just thought that the movie could have could have done without um let's just start with the title attack of the clones clones don't really like attack at all in the entire film they they just defend from the droid army yep so that's weird Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there's, I mean, people make fun of the, the dialogue, the delivery of lines from Hayden Christensen (laughs) throughout, throughout the movie. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of stuff, you know, who, who thought that we would be talking about, you know, the, the, the coarseness of sand in star Wars and relating it to, you know. How the love of his life is not coarse like sand. Yeah, and that's that somehow worked. <laughs> <laughs> somehow, that somehow it worked. worked. Yeah, um, it's just not a great movie in my in my opinion. I enjoy well, it, not that great.
1: Bottom of my list is also episode two, um, much for the same reasons, but also like the pacing is all wrong for that. Um, it doesn't show enough of. Anakin dabbling with the dark side. I, in my opinion, yeah. I'm sure there's that part where he goes to recapture his mother um, from the sand people, um, but the Tusken Raiders, um, but I, I it's just, it's not enough because it's like, he goes from normal Anakin to mad Anakin for like five minutes and then right back to, like, normal Anakin. And then he feels, like, a little bit of remorse for, like, a second. And then he's just, like, back to normal Anakin. You know? Like, it's not enough of a this is really weighing on him type thing. Um, my brother's... My brother's list...
0: It is does he, not... <laughs> it Does his go off-road?
1: <laughs> it, it is not episode two at the bottom. And... Yep. I can't give reasons for his his least favorite. Um, mostly. And I can't justify it either. Okay. Um, but. Oh, no. It's the latest one. Rise of Skywalker. Wow.
0: Yeah. Okay. I can understand that. mm mm-hmm. um, I don't agree with it, but I can understand that because I think – yeah we can talk about that when we start talking about the newer films right there are problems that i think took place way before they even started filming things exactly so um anyway i can understand that for his
1: next to last is episode two though okay so it's still bottom tier
0: okay okay
1: yeah um
0: mine my next to last is episode 1. Ooh. My next to last is not episode 1. My next to last is Solo, a Star Wars hmm. film. I, Interesting. I do not like that movie. Interesting. I you know um <clears throat> with the two with the two standalone Star Wars films, Solo and Rogue One. Rogue One was was helped by the the cuts and the reshoots and the director changes Mm -hmm. solo was kind of dead in the water before, before it even got started. Um, There was already like rumors going around about um, um, Aaron Reich, the, the main, the, the actor who played a younger Han Solo, not Mm -hmm. like needing extensive acting coaching to be able to get the, kind of just the the way he carries himself as han correct um that turned out to be kind of like false um they also fired their director um had to go through some reshoots um and on top of that you were portraying one of the most iconic star wars characters played by in my opinion the only person who should be playing him yeah um, Um, That's nothing against that. That's nothing against um, Aaron Wright at all. I didn't think that he did a bad job Mm -hmm. as as Han Solo. And there were and there were interesting bits here and there in the in the movie. But just overall, I just wasn't I wasn't really entertained by it. And I think that that is just kind of a microcosm of the struggles that Disney have when they try to connect Mm -hmm. when they try to connect their newer films to what has come before it's a tall task and it's, you're not going to make everybody happy.
1: You know, um, I agree with a lot of what you said. However, the reason I put episode one um, was uh, I, I remember going to see this in theaters and obviously I was a very young Star Wars fan at the time. Um, so I was going to like it no matter what. Mm. at age five, you know? <laughs> um, but, you know, with retrospect, that movie did not age very well. Like, um, Jar Jar sucks. The only, <laughs> the only like cool things to come out of there are Darth Maul who had, you know, like eight minutes of screen time, if that, and like two lines. um, and then I think it's more like five minutes of screen time. Um, and then I I personally thought pod racing was kind of cool. Um, I didn't necessarily like how they used it in the story, but I thought it was, like the concept itself was kind of cool. Um, but just a lot of it is like the trade federation's boring. Um, to a you you don't see any sign of of struggle with Anakin um yeah it's it's fine like like you said in your last choice I don't dislike any Star Wars film there are just ones that I enjoy more Okay. Yeah, yeah but um and episode one holds a lot of nostalgia it was one of the first movies I saw in theaters um I remember collecting a lot of Pepsi paraphernalia that had star Wars on it. Um, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like the cans and bottles, like that had yeah. the characters on them. They're sick, but yeah, it's just something about episode one. Also cut kind it. Of, I mean, objectively speaking, that movie was not well received. Like people were massively let down on it. Um, because they had waited, like, 15 years for a new movie and yeah. got episode one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, we'll see, while I didn't put um, The Phantom Menace as my number 10, I did put it as my number nine. Okay. Um, That's I, also my brother's number nine. I don't... I think that Jar Jar Binks is the worst thing about that movie, mm-hmm. but I honestly think that everything else in that movie is fine.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, I don't I don't have any other issues with with the uh, I don't have any other issues with with the rest of the film. I know some people don't like little kid Anakin. is mm-hmm. whatever to me. I know people don't like, I know people really don't like little kid Anakin accidentally destroying the droid controller, like Luger Hulk, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, I, yeah, I, I think that like there, there's like Phantom Menace is a perfect example of a movie that gets given a lot of grief for one aspect of the film. Mm Mm-hmm. Like like Jar Jar pretty much for a lot of people is like ruins the entire movie when Ewan McGregor is really good in the movie. Qui-Gon Jinn is excellent as -hmm. like like Qui-Gon Jinn played by Liam Neeson is excellent as a as a Jedi. Darth Maul is one of the best Star Wars villains we've had still. Um, And he although he was not treated very well in Phantom Menace, he was then saved and done given much more justice um, in the um, Solo Clone movie. Wars. So, in the, yeah, in the Solo movie, yeah, again, <laughs> like twenty seconds of screen time to add, <laughs> but giving hey, given give more justice in uh Clone Wars and Rebels, and so yeah. I mean, with that being said, I mean that it's just it's still not great, but mm-hmm. uh, but um yeah, Phantom Menace is my number nine.
1: My but, number nine is Episode Three. Oh wow. Um I am of the thought process that all of the prequels are lesser tier. Um and here's why. It has everything to do <laughs> with with um pacing and the rate that Anakin goes to the dark side. Um mm. I thought the pacing was good in episode three. The pacing's all right, the pacing's fine, but the way that he goes to the dark side is stupid. (laughs) Like it's, it's literally just like a, I don't want to be bad. Guess I'll be bad. Like it's like that. It's so annoying. And literally my favorite thing from the movie is the last, um, like right after he decides to turn. Mm -hmm. So like, So so when he kills the kids, that's your favorite not part the, okay, movie. Not <laughs> even the last full act um, because I don't like right when he turns, but no, I, I really like Battle of the Heroes. Like um, what, a, a good,
0: what a good lightsaber
1: fight. That's definitely top three lightsaber fights um, of the entire series, including TV shows. Um, it's an incredible fight, um, but it's just not enough to redeem the movie for even a mid-tier for me. Um. Also, yeah, I just uh, Hayden Christensen was, I guess, fine, but I guess just the writing of how he was
0: like. I don't want to be bad.
1: Eh,
0: I guess I'll be bad. He really doesn't question anything at that Mm -hmm. point. Yeah, yeah, he really doesn't. He really is. Palpatine's like. He says stuff to him, and he's just kind of like... All he had to, all he had to do was sit there for a second and just be like, mm-hmm. wait. So, and I just... Really? You want me to do... That doesn't sound like a good idea. <laughs> I just wanted to see him struggle with it
1: more, and that's why the Clone Wars series is so good. Because mm. he, he really struggles with it more yeah. in those. So, actually, I mean, if you took into account the Clone Wars series, I would say that Episode 3 is... More mid tier. However, I was just taking into account the story of the movies because you know, yeah, there's a there's a lot of Star Wars fans that haven't seen Clone Wars.
0: Yeah, and and the prequels are supplemented by a lot of really good content mm-hmm. <clears throat> that helps to thicken to thicken out the story, um, which I think is a detriment to the newer movies. Just generally because Star Wars is not just movies like it used to be. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of other mediums that we can use to get Star Wars out to people with novels and comics and other and and television like episodic t v shows um yep. video games so you can you can really pad out certain eras mm-hmm. um that will enhance kind of how stories go but yeah i yeah I really. I think one of my favorite part I think *Revenge of the Sith* had some of the best had some of the best lines
1: mm-hmm.
0: of all the Star Wars films. Like, so this is how liberty dies with thunderous applause is a fantastic line. I liked the fact how I liked how the I liked how the shift from being the Republic to becoming the Galactic Empire was a political one. Mm-hmm. So Palpatine turned the Jedi's from the heroes of the Republic to the enemies of the state, um, using his political power. I like that. Um I thought so, I mean there, there were aspects of Revenge of the Sith that were that are great. But again, yeah, the way that Anakin turned to Dark Side just felt so so forced. Mm-hmm. And he never questioned anything. And again, he goes from like struggling with things to being like, you know what, I apologize for being this way, you know, you know, I'm sorry, Obi Wan, for being the way that I was and the next time Obi Wan sees him, you know, he has to like chop him up on Mustafar. So <clears throat> it's not it's not great. Um, my number my number eight actually is is Revenge of the Sith. Um, I wanted to put it higher just because I love the lightsaber fight in Revenge of the Sith. I love and McGregor's performance in Revenge of the Sith. But ultimately, the movie centers around Anakin Skywalker, centers around Hayden Christensen. And I just thought that Hayden Christensen's performance in the movie just wasn't that great. Mhm. Um but I don't think he had a whole lot of a chance with with them like with the writing itself. Um but yeah. I wish the prequels were better. I want them to be better, but
1: y- yeah. Um my brother's number 8 is actually Rogue 1. Mm-hmm. Um again, well, I I fun. didn't I didn't ask for um <clears throat> Like reason behind any of his list, so I don't know exactly why number eight. My <laughs> my number eight is any
0: guesses? I have no idea. It's number eight. Oh, the Last Jedi. Yeah. Oh man. Um, <clears throat> if we
1: had done this at a different time, um, this would have been a. It, honestly, it would have been lower. Um, okay. if we had, but I rewatched it before I saw rise of Skywalker and I enjoyed it more than I did initially. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think honestly looking at this list, so I made this list, I didn't edit it at all. I made this list a couple weeks ago, like right after rise of Skywalker Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I've let it marinate some, I'm I think I actually do like Last Jedi more than Rise of Skywalker. But for sake of this list, I'm keeping it at the eighth ranked. Fair, fair. Just because just it's already, I would already done
0: it. And yeah, I've, you already done it. <laughs> yep. No going back now. <clears throat> my my number seven. Mm-hmm. any guesses
1: number seven
0: <laughs> it is for yeah it's force awakens yeah. i like i like a lot of aspects of force awakens mm-hmm. i just don't like the fact that it is basically a reskin of episode four mm-hmm. in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and each in each of the newer films each each of the sequel trilogy take like aspects and themes from the original trilogy all of them do but force awakens does not hide the fact that it is trying to be a love letter to star wars episode four um and i don't necessarily dislike that Starkiller base means absolutely nothing to the entirety of the rest of the sequel trilogy doesn't mean a single thing it's just there once and it's gone like and and i just don't at least when the Death Star existed, it showed up again, and then it showed up again in mm-hmm. Episode Nine. Starkiller Base is just supposed to be like a type of is just supposed to be a Death Star thing, but mm-hmm. they get rid of it, and then they just are like, "Well, forget it now." Mm-hmm. It's just it's just kind of pointless. I felt like I felt like Starkiller Base didn't didn't mean anything except. It did it didn't serve any purpose for me except to give the hero something to do and to give Ray and Kylo a really cool location to have the first like lightsaber fight of the new trilogy. Mm-hmm. Felt like that's all it served its purpose for. So
1: And it also was a it was a really cool location. It really was.
0: So what are those other locations for Lightsaber fights,
1: especially especially the sequel trilogy. I will say that that's probably the thing that they got the most right in the yeah. whole sequel trilogy is cool locations for Star Wars or for Star. What am I trying to say? Lightsaber battles.
0: Yeah, man, like you got you got Star Killer Base, mm-hmm. Snoke's throne room, and crate, mm-hmm and the Death Star wreckage. Mm-hmm. Like, how cool is it? Like, it's just the locations for lightsaber fights are just as important as the fights themselves. Mm -hmm. And when the, and when you have like, and that, I mean, that precedent was set early on, right? Like on the death star on, on, um, Bespin and then on the death star again. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know. It's one of those things like for all of my dislike of, of like revenge of the Sith for episode three, man, Mustafar is a fantastic location. Or Eliza. Mm-hmm. And Mustafar made a return in episode nine. It was the first scene. Mm-hmm. That was Mustafar. For those people who didn't know, I didn't know either because they didn't outwardly state it. It's classic Disney Star Wars. But yeah, that first scene where Kylo's just running through people is Mustafar. Mm hmm. Man. Uh,
1: my brother is number seven is solo. Okay. Uh, Apparently, he enjoyed Solo more than Rogue One. I take personal attention to that.
0: (laughs) Need to have words.
1: (laughs) Um, My number seven is episode nine. Um, Like I was saying earlier, with retrospect, if I had done this list a little later, instead of right after I saw the movie, I probably would put episode eight above it. Um, Episode nine was fun. I think... Out of all of the Star Wars movies, it is the most definition of a popcorn movie. Mm. There's just so much going on and like so much so much action I should should say. And it's like just sit there, eat some popcorn, you know, because
0: there's a lot that's gonna happen in those two and a half hours. So my number six is actually the newest one, The Rise of Skywalker. Okay, I really, I really liked it. Um, there were aspects of the film that I thought were pointless. Um, I mean, who on earth agreed to have the child of Emperor Palpatine? I, whatever, like. You know, it, it's just like that. Like, why? Why did we have to change? Why do we have to change? Um, Raise lineage so like so drastically away from the direction it was going in episode eight. Um, but again, I mean, I really man the stuff that they. I think the reason Rise of Skywalker is so is so high on my list is that they did such great service to the legacy of Carrie Fisher in that movie. Yeah. I was very nervous about how they were going to handle that. And they, they, they did, they wove it into the story in such a beautiful way that I was, I was blown away by it. Mm Um, I was, I mean, I really, I really liked it a whole lot. Um, I mean the 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 Force dyad stuff is fun. The whole the whole now you see now you see me now you don't stuff with you know. I mean like it's but it's funny though because while Palpatine's back in the movie and man as like this like husk who is just alive because of what he's being connected to all this stuff. Like he looked great. That mm-hmm. he looked great by the way. But that that whole deal. Like Palpatine loses significant battles the same way. Stop shooting force lightning at people. <laughs> S- stop, just stop. Mm-hmm. Like he almost is. He almost gets beaten in episode three by his shooting force lightning at Windu and gets saved. He shoots force lightning at Luke and then gets thrown off of a balcony in episode <laughs> six and then he shoots force lightning at Ray and she and. And, and she blinds him mm-hmm. with a lightsaber, and then pulls out another one, and then he's—it's uh, just ridiculous. How does he, he not learn by now?
1: <laughs> yeah, my my biggest gripe with Episode Nine, actually, now that I now that you talked about Palpatine, um, is why couldn't have Palpatine just stayed on, um, indoor where the Death Star crash landed. I feel like that would make a lot more sense. You know? Like well,
0: staying, staying near indoor because I think indoor actually itself is not habitable.
1: Well yeah, but I mean by a half dead thing yeah in a sunken Death Star. <laughs> staying like on that, like one of its moons or whatever. Yeah. That, that would have been all with <laughs> Yeah. That would have been
0: a lot more palatable but, but did my... you see the the birthplace of the sith the sith Homeworld? which by the way like in that movie mm-hmm. they canonized a lot of legends sith lords mm-hmm. one of them being darth revan yes they did which means they're gonna do a darth revan movie does it mean that yes Kathleen Kennedy specifically said that they were working on one. Oh, okay. We won't get one for forty years. I'll probably be dead by the time it comes out. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> then, so they're going to let everyone who knows what the movie is just die, so they can do what they want with the story. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and Kathleen Kennedy will be hooked up to the same thing Palpatine was hooked up to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing?
1: My yeah. numbers my number six was solo. I thought it was a very middle tier star Wars. I did not think that it was completely necessary to do a solo background story. However, the one that we got, I was happy with for the most part. Um, With, with knowledge that there are star Wars TV shows that are live action now, I wish that they had done a live-action solo series. I don't know who I wanted th- would have wanted them to cast. Uh, maybe not that same guy. Um, not because he was bad or anything, just because of the reasons you were saying. Was like it, It's really difficult to play someone who is so iconic. Um, Alex's number six is Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. Um,
0: wow, that's high. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it uh, is. It is good though. Like yeah. you just said, is a good movie. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't put it that high for me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm gonna go on to my number five, and Alex's number five. I think. Are they the same? Uh-huh. can't tell yes they are both of us have episode seven at number five um i i thoroughly enjoyed force awakens um i know that it was essentially a rehash of a new hope um at least its skeleton was um I remember going to see it and being very excited um, to see what new direction um, Star Wars would take and then later being disappointed with the direction. However, at the time, I didn't know I was going to be disappointed and I thought that there was going to be this grand, like overarching plot, and there really wasn't. Um, But I didn't know that at the time, and I just, I just really enjoyed, like you were talking about the location of the lightsaber battle, um, I thought it was really interesting of a stormtrooper, um, quitting and joining the resistance, that was a really cool concept that they didn't do much with, um, (laughs) but at the time it was cool, uh, Beautiful locations, incredible cinematography, decent story, um, even though it's, you know, like copy paste uh, But, I mean, it was fun, and it was a it was a better reintroduction to Star Wars than Episode One was. Mm. So, mm. um, and it was a lot of fun, and Han Solo finally got the death that he wanted. Um, <laughs> he had. <laughs> Harrison Ford had been asking for Han Solo to be killed off for a long time, and he finally got it. So He did. He finally got it. <clears throat> yeah, I really enjoyed Force Awakens. Um, and my brother also did. Um, he was telling me that he he had the opposite. Like, he did not expect to like it, and then was just blown away.
0: Uh, and it was a lot of fun for him. So That's good. What's your number five? Yeah, Star Wars movies above every, above anything else should be fun. Mm-hmm. So, like, my number five was Rogue One. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I really like I really like Rogue One. I you know I, I mean, the there have been a lot of weird. I, Rogue One. I think. I think Rogue One. Uh, did better in my mind because of the difficulties that it went through before it hit screens. Mm-hmm. It went through extensive reshoots um, after the movie was finished. Yep they had, to, they had to they had to reshoot and rearrange scenes. They added things in that weren't previously. I, I mean, they added completely new scenes into the movie after the movie was already finished. The
1: Darth Vader thing. <laughs> like oh, the yeah.
0: Darth Vader corridor scene was not originally supposed to be in the film, but they added it in later. And man, whoever, whoever came up with that idea needs a raise. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I mean, they went through extensive reshoots, adding things in, rearranging scenes. Um, they fired the directors halfway through the movie's production and hired brand new ones. They did the exact same thing with Solo, as well. Um, and I mean, the, who, who finished Rogue One? Because Gareth Edwards still got the credit. Yeah i I can't remember. I can't remember who it was off the top of my head. I have to look. I have to look it up. Hmm. But um, the because I remember for Rogue One, the trailer was just nothing like the film. Like they were drastically different. Like in the trailer I the trailer. In the trailer for Rogue One there was a there was a um a scene where I can't remember the name the I can't remember the name of the female main character. Jen Erso. Jen Erso, yeah, okay. There was a there was a scene with Jen Erso wearing like re- wearing um Empire like gear like on the Death Star. Oh, on the Death Star. Yeah, or, or, wear, or wearing it somewhere, but she was wearing. But she had the Empire insignia. Like she was is the the full black. It may I've been the Death Star, but the full black. Like had the Empire insignia. She, that never happened. Yeah, it In- did did it? Yeah, it, it happened on Scarif. On Scarif. Okay, 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 okay. I think I. I must have I'm getting things mixed up in my head. Maybe mm-hmm. I should have put it lower on my list. Maybe I don't remember the movie as much as I thought I did. But maybe you don't. But no. But Or really, higher on your list. Or or higher. <laughs> no, I won't put it higher on my list. But I really did like Rogue One because um I think that it did a really it, it took it took a really big risk trying to be kind of like a war movie in, in Star Wars. And I think it was one of those things where people were like, okay, well we know like none of these characters exist in the movie that comes right after it. So what's going to happen to these characters and pretty much what happened to the characters of what you could expect? So, yeah. My favorite part of Rogue One was how they linked it. So I didn't I knew it was going to be a bridge, but I didn't know it was going to lead right up to the first scene, of mm-hmm. it, which I thought was incredible. Yep that i think that's what sold it for me from that point from the from the vader scene in the corridor on was just fantastic for me um and it was cast really well so well and so well received that um Cassian is getting a television a live action television show yep i don't know why but <laughs> i don't know why but like good for you man i think it'll be good if it if it's going to be like espionage like really gritty like rebellion stuff like kind of like rogue one was because that's the type of character he was i think be really interesting and you know what i
1: would love i would love essentially a jason bourne movie but in star wars focused around cassian
0: what if we just get rid of the actor who played cassian and just
1: get matt Damon? (laughs)
0: No, no, no. <laughs> and get Keanu Reeves and just tell Keanu Reeves to just refer to himself as John Wick. <laughs> I want to see him do little John Wick switches with the with the giant blasters that exist in in Star Wars.
1: What number was that? Five. Was that five for all of us? Yeah,
0: that was that was that was well, that was five for me.
1: Yeah, I I I think five. I said five. I, said okay. five. I think.
0: I yeah. Get to the. To the four. Now we're getting to four. Upper tier. Upper tier. Um, my number
1: four was Return of the Jedi. Okay. Um, as a kid, this was my favorite one. Because the Ewoks. No, actually not because of the Ewoks. They they were fun. I liked I like how they incorporated them into the battle. Um, I just I really liked um. I really liked the whole rescuing from Jabba, uh, rescuing Han from Jabba scene, um, like that entire first act. Um, Pretty much as a kid, I loved the first and the third act um, just because they were so much fun and action packed. Um, The second act. I can't even recall the second act. I guess where they're on Endor trying to get into the
0: all of Endor, yeah. Yeah, um, it it's fun. I just don't think Luke going back to Dagobah to see Yoda mm-hmm. again as part of the second act as well. Yeah,
1: um, I just don't know if it aged as well as the other as the other ones, and probably that's because of the Ewoks. <laughs> uh sorry parker
0: even though one of the not a whole lot of the ewoks were named Mm -mm. uh, i can't remember the name of the there's one that was specifically named um he was in he was at the at the end of uh of skywalker was he oh yeah 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 that that's and the same actor who played him in mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi played him there, and the Ewok that was beside him was his son.
1: Yeah. Um there's a pop of them. Him. There's a Funko pop of them.
0: I just can't remember the name of the Ewok. Yeah, me neither. All right. <clears throat> what was what was Alex's number four?
1: Alex's number four was episode four. Ooh. AKA the original Star Wars. Star Wars. Um, yeah, I'm not sure of the thought process. I think, I mean, arguably there's not as much action or Jedi stuff as there are in the other movies. Um, no. so I, I can see
0: it. It's still, I mean, it's still pretty highly ranked. So yeah, my number four is the last Jedi. Okay. I, man, I'm convinced, especially after watching episode nine, um, I'm convinced that Ryan Johnson knows more about Star Wars than than everybody else does and he was <laughs> done a disservice. He was done a disservice. Um like <clears throat> I I understand I understand the criticism and the backlash and things. I I think one of the biggest one of the biggest pitfalls for um the newest sequel trilogy is the fact that there was no clear structure of how we're going to handle these movies like so like with Marvel there's clear structure like you can put whoever you want in the director's chair but Kevin Feige determines the direction that the universe is going mm-hmm. with with Star Wars Kathleen Kennedy and I don't remember the name of the person who is also who is um also one of the big head honchos at Lucasfilm but um they allow that they give the directors free reign to do what they want with their movies, and they did not expect. And it, it was crazy. It was crazy because in my in my mind, wait a second, go ahead.
1: Free reign because there
0: was a lot of apparently not
1: free reign with Episode Nine, Book One.
0: Yeah, well, the I imagine not because it has to answer to a lot of what came before it, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: um,
1: but, but yes, the first. To at least Skywalker there was a lot of free reign,
0: yeah, and because I mean jJ Abrams got to do a lot of things a lot a lot of things in um episode seven I mean mm-hmm. naming naming locations naming locations characters determining like character arcs coming up with entire things like the Knights of Ren, um Snoke was his creation like like all of these big elements mm-hmm. and things that that are so like important to the direction of this new trilogy were, were coined by him. Um, but then when you do the exact same thing in episode eight um, and you, and then Ryan Johnson takes, takes a hard left. Um, in my opinion, despite the backlash, they should have just given episode nine to Ryan Johnson. And I think it probably would have been received better. Mm -hmm. Because then J.J. Abrams has to go back and try to do what he wanted to do initially, but also trying to stay true to what came before in episode eight. And if, in my opinion, I think they just need to give Star Wars writing duties to the three directors of the first season of The Mandalorian, just give it to Deborah Child, Tico Waititi, and I can't remember the other guy's name. If you just give it to them, say, write Star Wars. And mm-hmm. then then it would it would give it would give more structure to what's going to happen going going forward. So we don't have so we don't have, um, you know, one movie, someone saying, oh, well, this character isn't it like you're, you're nothing. You came from nothing. Well, when I say nothing, I don't really mean like nothing, nothing. I mean, your parents are like nobody, but your grandparents they There's somebody, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's stupid to me. So, yeah, but I really like The Last Jedi. I like – my favorite part of The Last Jedi was the, the take on what hubris does for you at a point when the Jedi should have been in charge and should have been on top. They allowed themselves to be overtaken, and it was – and that was a lesson that – that was a lesson that Luke wanted to teach, wanted to teach Rey. Like, if – in the end, it went – you know, if you do win – don't do what I've done. Don't do what everybody else has done. And people didn't, that was one of the most disliked aspects of the movie. Um, But I I just really liked it. I liked the portrayal of Luke. I liked, I like. I like the Leia stuff. The lightsaber fighting was great. The cinematography. um, I really enjoyed the movie. There are aspects of it that aren't great, but um, I just don't think it's as bad as people put it out to be. So for me, it's, it's, it's right up there. Top three now, huh? Top three. Jeez, I wonder what they're going to be.
1: <laughs> Alex's number three is Return of the Jedi. Um, we've talked a lot about Return of the Jedi. It's fun. It's it a good fun. movie. It's good. Um, my number three is Rogue One. Um,
0: Whoa, oh, man. That's high.
1: I loved Rogue One. <laughs> I love it. I love everything about it. Um, I will agree that the second act is kind of slow. That's like, it's like a lot of people's main thing is like the second act is kind of slow. Um, but other than that, I think the pacing's really good. Um, just, and it's not necessarily. Uh, what's his name? Forrest Whitaker's fault, but just, as a character, I don't like Saw Gerrera, um, like, in anything that I've seen him in, except for maybe when it, when he comes into Clone Wars. Um, but otherwise, I don't like Saw Guerrera. I don't really like him in uh, Jedi Fallen Order. I don't really like him in uh, Rebels when he comes up. Uh, but I especially am not a huge fan of him in uh, Rogue One. I do love Director Krennic. I love... Um, Just the fact that they put um, the Death Star being, like, almost like an inside job. Like, the destroying of the Death Star is, like, the flaw was intentional. I liked that. Um, I I like the characters.
0: I think when I first saw that, I rolled my eyes. (laughs) Yeah. of course it's an intentional design flaw. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) But, yeah. I really love K2SO, probably my favorite droid in all of Star Wars. Um, K2's great. I just, I like that they did something different. It was the first Star Wars movie that broke away from the Skywalker story. And it just, it clicked on all cylinders for me. I liked that it was a war story. Um, you can tell by like the... uh the color palettes that they use that it just feels different. Um, the cinematography is top notch, especially for this new slate of star Wars. Um, I think out of all shoot, I guess there's been five star Wars films released since, uh, the merger. I think it has the best cinematography. I wish Scarif wasn't destroyed (laughs) because it was so beautiful. Um, but, Uh, Yeah, and and the Darth Vader corridor scene, probably the most intense scene in all five of those movies. Like, just him walking down the corridor, slashing rebels left and right. Uh, I loved it. Yeah, I loved every minute of it.
0: It's great. Yeah, I really, I really do like Rogue One Mm -hmm. quite a quite a bit. Quite a bit. It's a very it's a very fun. My my number three is also is also Return of the Jedi. So I mean, I but as I, I went when I made my list, I went into this saying to myself that in my opinion, I don't think that any Star Wars film could pierce those top three. Mm-hmm. But the the original trilogy, I think they're I I think they're untouchable as in in terms of quality. Yeah, up to this point, um, but not for you. You really like Rogue One. So. I love Rogue One. Um, I like Rogue One. I just don't like it that much.
1: <laughs> on to number two. You can bring us into number two.
0: Number two is the original Star Wars for me. Star Wars and New Hope. Yeah. It's, it's also for me. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's it wasn't the first Star Wars movie that I ever saw. The first one that I ever saw was... The first Star Wars movie I saw in theaters was episode three. So you can imagine how confused I was. <laughs> <laughs> on but I—I I mean, the one that I always liked watching the most growing up was episode six. I mm-hmm. love—I just—I—I I, Return of the Jedi is just a is from a lighting perspective is just much much more bright mm-hmm. of a of a movie than the other ones are, and I just like what and I like that like growing up watching it. But man, I. There's just so much. There's so much fun with with episode with episode four, and just the insanity of how George Lucas comes up with all of that stuff just on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just yeah. It, it, I mean, it blew me away. It still does every time. Every time I see it, I've seen the Death Star run so many times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It still gives me chills every time. Every time Luke sinks the shot every time Mm -hmm. every time it's just it's so well paced it's so well directed and and just so well acted as well it's just yeah it's a great movie
1: yeah i i couldn't have said it better myself and that was also my number two um alex's number two is the last jedi and i don't know why Um, i can
0: i can i can give him that i think the last jedi is very good Mm mm-hmm it's very good. I, it takes a specific type of reading of the Last Jedi to put it that high, though. Mm-hmm. But number one, we can all agree on: the Empire Strikes Back. Empire, and yeah, it has Empire, to be Empire. Man. Empire. It's so good. It is. It's it's such a good film. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I I don't like. It is. It is like the perfect Star Wars movie
1: mm-hmm.
0: for me. It really is. There's, it has everything. It really. It really does. It has. It has. It has everything. I. I was like losing it in the theater during Episode Nine, when. When Luke lifts his X wing, out of the water mm-hmm. on Act Two. Oh, you talk about an arc. Yeah. <laughs> for a character. Like He's done so much, mm-hmm. but he couldn't do that. <laughs> he was never able to do that. Even after he became a Jedi master and definitely had the capabilities, you know, I, the fact that he lifted his X-Wing out of the water on Octu to, to give to Rey so she can go to Exegol was incredible. And that, that just took me back to, to Empire. I mean, he's even holding his hand in the exact same way mm-hmm. that he was an Empire. It's like, man, I was was like, what a scene. This scene makes this movie marginally better. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I think all the,
1: all the star Wars movies are really well scored. I think empire is the best scored of all of them. And the score in star Wars has significant importance. Like it, that really helps with telling the story. Um, A lot of my favorite songs are in Star Wars, like the asteroid field, um, that, that, that popped up in Last Jedi, um, and that was fun, um, yeah, it's just, it's so good, um, I liked the introduction of the Emperor, um, I liked, uh, the lightsaber battle. I, I do wish that there was like more of a space battle, but I, I can, I can take the escape of the millennium Falcon through the asteroids over a space battle. Um, okay. uh, I like how it showed Luke kind of start to struggle with uh, um, thoughts of the dark side. Also, it has one of the greatest cinematic reveals of all time.
0: It's true. We can look back on it now and be like, well, of course. But like, yeah, at that point, it's the stories that, that are about that, how the only people who knew on set were George Lucas and James Earl Jones. I think Lawrence Kasdan had to know, too. Well, yeah, Lawrence Kasdan, yes. he wrote it. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. so I mean, but it was limited. Like, the, yeah. like knowledge was limited on set. So like, so like Mark Hamill's reaction was genuine. Yep. So good. It is very good. And another thing about the score is the score isn't just the score isn't just like the music that you choose to use is also knowing when not to use music. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that they just don't use any music when Luke confronts Vader for the first time. So the lightsaber mm-hmm. fight is just shrouded in darkness. There's no music. All you hear is Vader's breathing and then and and then just talking and they just start fighting and it's great. Like mm-hmm. it's a very good lead up to a to a fight. It's a very good lead up to a fight and I and I I feel like the lead up to the fight is just as important as the fight itself, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is why I would put episode 3s Lightsaber fight, really high, although, of course, you can, you can like, I like the dialogue, the back and forth between Obi-Wan and Anakin in Episode 3 leading up to their fight. But, I mean, there's, like, nothing like nothing like chastising Luke before you're about to fight him. You know, the mm-hmm. Force is strong with you, but you're not a Jedi yet. It's like, mm-hmm. who, are you, who are you to say I'm not a Jedi? You're some robot dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah Empire, Empire's great my hope is that disney will be able to make of a, a movie that rivals the originals in terms of quality um maybe it'll be this Revan movie that they do eventually when they completely change the story <laughs> yeah <laughs> they, they 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 canonized them And then they gave this really bare-bones explanation of who he is. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs)
1: They're
0: going to change the story. This has been a really fun episode. It has been.
1: And I think it's been meaty enough that we don't have to do our game this week again. um, We'll continue. We'll bring back the game next week, our 20 questions. Um. We're approaching an hour, so I think I think we should go on ahead and do our outros.
0: Time to sign off. Bryant, where can they find you? Dude, I don't even remember my handles. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, you can find Weiscast on Instagram at WeissCast. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Weisses Right, and Bryant will get his life together.
0: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at um BK 08
1: Nice well cool Uh, From there everyone Sorry for the abrupt end From there we're going to listen To the Star Wars Force theme Trap Remix On our way out Every Trap Remix Yes and that will take us to an hour Thanks for stopping by everyone And may the Force be with you May the Force be with you